On this show, we're looking at Phillips, Glover, Pollard, Mitchum, Kane, Forsyth, Allen and Murray. We're looking at 1988's Scrooged. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's festive episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts and I'm a humbug. And I'm one of your other ghosts. Christmas (laughs) ghosts! Oh, very good. Thank you. I'm Mark, of course, he's John. John, (laughs) are you feeling festive? Bye. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You love Christmas, don't you? You're a big Christmas advocate. Yeah, yeah. And I know I'm as, obviously as an adult, I'm meant to enjoy New Year more. But yeah, like I like the I, I love the run up to Christmas. It's a total anti climax, but I just love all the lights. You know, everybody feeling a bit happier. Same. Christmas Eve is like the best day of the year because it's all mm-hmm. so great. And then Christmas yeah. Day, you just like. Ooh, but mainly because I'm really drunk all day. <laughs> I hung the fuck over. I just, I just miss that buzz, and I just miss no being able to sleep. Remember the days when you were yeah, young, you couldn't sleep and all that. Just waking so up, mum and dad <laughs> at like three in the morning. Tell you get up yet? Tell you get up yet? <laughs> no, no, get, no, get back to bed. <laughs> I'll tell you when you can get up. I know that was it. That was the rules. Them's the rules. Well, listeners, we have bowed to our own personal pressure <laughs> and we've we've picked a, a christmas spooky episode this week uh, you if you've been with us for a year you'll you'll like this because you probably voted for this one versus home alone 2 lost in new york oh, last year yeah, when we had yeah, the, had you forgotten john i, I think do, it yeah. was either it was either it was either this versus home alone or this versus whatever the other Christmas one we did, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, we had two Christmas, we had two Christmas polls, didn't we? So. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, uh, and I wanted to do this one as well. So you did, you did. This was your choice against mine. So what are we talking about? So we're looking at 1980s Scrooge with Bill Murray. Oh, uh, Bill Murray. He is a bit of a shit, I think, but he is <laughs> very good at what he does. Well, yeah. What else could we have been talking about? So there's a looking at 19. There's a lot of big, a lot of dark stuff going on, a lot of weird stuff going on. So um, they accused we, Jodie Foster, of course. Oh yeah, pinball table. Um, yeah. Yep, Mississippi Burning. Oh, that's a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Hackman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Last Temptation of Christ. Uh, ah, Willem Dafoe. Right. Ah. See, well, I'm some kind of a martyr myself, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I do still do as a shit impression. It's such a basic bitch impression. It's better than mine. It's better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was some good stuff came out. Uh, there was Twins, Naked <sighs> Gun. Oh, Naked Gun. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll reference Naked Gun a number of times. There's a lot of people shared across the Naked Gun films that are in this, actually. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and I've, I've left the best of last. Bloodsport is Van Damme. <laughs> oh, Van Damage. Brilliant. Bloodsport is good. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, future episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's great. Nobody talks about that movie, and they should. Oh, so good. It's so good. But yeah, yeah, that's that's it. There's a lot more. There's Akira's and stuff like that, but yeah, that was the, that was the ones that I liked. Did you say Akira? 
Akira, yeah. Oh man, Akira's a great film. I keep meaning to get Rachel to watch. I know, but it's one of those ones. Ugh, it's annoying me now the fact that you keep talking about the live action version, and it's just never going to happen. It doesn't need to happen either, to be nah, honest. No, nah, it doesn't need to happen. Yeah. So, but yeah. Akira in 4K. Ha- Happy New Year, love. <laughs> We're watching Akira in 4K. <laughs> anyway, shall we crack on? Shall we? Yeah, I think we should. Now, look. Of course, as as you well know. Listeners, oh, Muppets Christmas Carol, it's just come to me. Muppets Christmas Carol. This particular Dickens story is an absolute favourite of mine, so any kind of spin on it I love. Mm-hmm. This one's a lot of fun. Uh, it opens with, it's really weird, through the clouds, like that opening bit of airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, is it going to be do 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 or na 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 Yeah. Very Danny Elfman, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it certainly was. we're we're at the North Pole, this North Pole model. It's only a model. Yeah. Santa's workshop. Which has an address, by the way. All right, what was the address? The address is one two three Elf Road North Pole. This is a real thing. If you write your letters to one two three Elf Road North Pole, it will get to Santa. All right, okay. Father I, Christmas. I come on, a, come on, you, you British son. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's Father Christmas's works. It's, it's Santa in this, isn't it? Of course, because it's yeah. Morrigan. Um, it, it's all very busy. They've got these. Uh, they've they've got basically the 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 stunt doubles of the cast from Time Bandits. Yeah. Again, a future episode. Very soon, future episode. I think. Yep. All in a sweatshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this rocket comes out of the sky and hits them. And then all these bad motherfuckers with these guns. Hell yeah. Come by. <laughs> um, they go and grab basically a, a cabinet of guns and yep. somebody turns up. Who is it? Oh, it's the unknown stuntman, Lee. <laughs> I'm the unknown stuntman. <laughs> you you, 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 nicked one of, you nicked one of my things. Of course you did. Uh, yeah, $6 million man. And I think it's an age thing, or maybe it was shown less in this country. But I've never seen... I've seen bits of the $6 million man, but I've never really seen it on nah. TV. No, no, no. I was, to, to me, Legion Majors will always be that stuntman. Yeah, Or oh, the unknown stuntman. The unknown stuntman. Um, did you see what he was holding, though? No. He was holding a big motherfucking minigun. Oh, yeah? It's the actual prop used by Jesse Jesse Ventura in Predator. Oh, you're kidding me. No, no kidding you. No, I'm I never told you the make or model of it. It just says minigun. But yeah, it was the actual prop that he used for, that Jesse Ventura used. Hey, Santa, I'm here to catch (laughs) your Predator. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they got me instead of sly <laughs> nice all right okay that's 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 blown me out of the water with my what i, uh, I, I, knew, I knew you'd like that i knew you'd like that <laughs> i i did i did focus of course on the fall guy 113 episodes in the 80s uh, where he also sang the theme tune, which you've just so graciously uh, <laughs> sung for us. It was ironic that the song "The Unknown Stuntman," because everybody knew him in that program, I know. so he wasn't the I know. unknown stuntman. Oh, but I specifically remember the bit of the opening titles where he jumps off the bridge onto the train. Aye. He says, "It's the six million dollar man." The six million dollar man ran for ninety nine episodes, less than the Fall Guy uh, well, between seventy three and seventy eight, and Lee was awarded, uh, nominated, sorry, for a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Television Series or Drama, 1976. Well done, that guy. Did you see, by the way, what the name of this 
this TV show that uh, Santa that Santa's in. Oh, called, uh, some of the, the reindeer, wasn't it? The night the reindeer died. <laughs> which <laughs> the I was really, really good. <laughs> I, I tell you what I've got, and it's early doors, but it, it's related to what we've talked about. I've got you a little quiz, John. It's been ages since we've done a quiz. Yeah, do we, I'm, 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 I'm happy to do this one because it's been too long. It's been too long. <laughs> so what better way to spend Christmas than a quiz on whether or not the following titles are real or fake Christmas films. So what I've called this is Christmas or Pishmas. <laughs> so you have to tell me if it's a Christmas film from the title or if it's Pishmas, made okay. up pish. Okay. Right? Okay, number one, Christmas Eve ill. Christmas Eve ill. Uh, do you know what? That sounds, that sounds like one, doesn't it? I'd, I'd say Christmas film. Correct, it is a Christmas film, 1980. Um, number two, I saw Mummy Killing Santa Claus. That also sounds like one. But I'm going to say Pishmas. Ah, oh, John, you've let me down. I thought I'd worked really hard on that one. I thought it was really good. <laughs> it is, it's Pishmas, I made it up. <laughs> number three, Santa's mm-hmm. Death Shop. Ooh. I'm going to say Pashmas. You're absolutely spot on, mate. Well done. You're, th- you're three for three. You've only yeah. got two to go. Number four, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Christmas. Correct. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. And number five, The Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> I want you to say it's Christmas, but it sounds like Pashmas. <laughs> Unbelievably, John, it's Christmas. Oh, what? It's a film where Gary Busey plays a cursed gingerbread man. <laughs> That's brilliant. That the synopsis brilliant. is, when a crazy man doesn't wear a crash helmet and comes off his bike, his twisted mind is transferred into a gingerbread man, cooling on a nearby window ledge like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. I mean, it's not, but it should be. <laughs> it would be better if it was. Uh, <laughs> John, fantastic work. You got us four there out of uh, a potential five. Well, I thank all. So I thank all. List, we, uh, if, we, if, we get, if we get one away from 100, you'll, you'll know it's me. because the ginger dead man was such a good one. <laughs> I'm the ginger dead man. I'm going to come and get you with my ginger deadness. <laughs> and my big teeth. The gingivitis. <laughs> The next TV show, is, this is a lot of fun. Uh, it's um, it? at 8.30, a Cajun, uh, an old-fashioned Cajun Christmas with Robert Goulet, and he's punting on this thing across this, <laughs> this swamp. Silver bell. <laughs> like, did you see what was following him? No. It's like a gator. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to him because I'm like, I know his face somewhere. He, he spotted the gator and was like, Looking worried and started going a bit quicker. <laughs> Silver bell. <laughs> That's brilliant. I, I, I struggle to find out about uh, an old, what an old-fashioned Cajun Christmas is. Uh, thankfully to, uh, to, to our good friends of the, uh, of the podcast, um, Josh and Amanda from Super Familiar with the Wilsons. They helped me out. Uh, Père Noel, so obviously their their uh, Father Christmas follows twenty foot bonfires which are lit to lead people to mass. His sleigh is pulled by gators. It's pulled by gators, mon cher. Gatorade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they eat a turkey, which is the Louisiana invention 
turkey, duck, and chicken all Whoa, inside one another. The duck in, that's brilliant. You got to love some of that action. I mean, that's completely unnecessarily American, isn't it? It's a duck in. Stuff a bird within a bird within a bird. Let's yeah, do it. Absolutely. Well, it is Christmas. It, it, it wouldn't be Christmas unless you were stuffing birds. Whoa, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like on the buses, <laughs> this, isn't it? Whoa, I'll get all the birds on my bus. Yeah. Unless you're the next ad, which is uh, Father Loves Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's, where's Father? Oh, he's just Oh, well, Father does love Beaver. I know. I was like, what the fuck? Um, oh, by the way, Robert Goulet, I missed him. Uh, you said you recognised him from something. Of course you did. Uh, he's an American singer whose parents were Canadian. He's got a star on the Canadian Walk of Fame. Uh, he played Sir Lancelot in the original Broadway show of Camelot with right. Richard Burton. Um, ah. We'll come to Richard Burton later on. Mm-hmm. He also played the bad guy in Naked Gun Two and a Half. That's, that's where that. you know him from. That's that. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> this, this is one of my favourite things. Couple of couple of facts. My best facts for the price of one. Mm. The American Mustache Institute uh, presents the Robert Goulet Memorial Mustached American of the Year Award. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, to the person that best represents or contributes to the moustached American community during the year. And they support the proposal of the Stash Act, which calls for a tax deduction of up to $250 a year for facial hair grooming. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> you like them apples, don't you? You like those. I specifically know Robert Goulet from the Monty Burns Casino episode of The Simpsons, uh, mm-hmm. where he ends up at the Treehouse, Bart's Treehouse Casino. Uh, are you sure this is the casino? I think I should call my manager. Nelson says, your manager says to cram it. Oh, God, I said that. His line is, Vera said that? <laughs> <laughs> and to make it even more Christmassy, he's singing Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin... Robin laid an egg. Laid an egg. Yeah, he's doing that one. <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, Leave It to Beaver was a TV sitcom about Theodore Beaver Cleaver, and it ran from 1957 to 1963, and 234 episodes. Never seen a frame of it. Why would I have? have? If any any old boomers listen to this podcast, tell us about Leave It to Beaver, please. Yeah. I um I knew it was there, but Father Love Beaver. Father Love Beaver's a lot of fun. It's it's, it's no real thing, but it's a shame. And then 10 o'clock is the next one. Oh, the channel's IBC, by the way. And I was like, yep. is that irritable bowel condition? <laughs> I actually looked up to see if there was one. There wasn't. It was... Uh, um... Immediate bulk container. Did you find that? No, no. I, I got IBC. It's a, a telecommunications company in Albania. <laughs> right. Big, what, what do they do? They constantly show hours and hours of Norman Wisdom films. <laughs> um, Irritable bowel condition it isn't. Immediate bulk container or pallet container it is. It's used for transporting liquids or pastes. Ah, past. Or the the remains of Norman Wisdom, possibly. (laughs) The Mr. Dreams now. Right, anyway, who's that for? Who knows? It's for the boomers I was talking about earlier on. Reach out, please. Yeah. With the leave it to beaver. (laughs) (laughs) So they show this trailer for this a Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and it's live. It's live by satellite from ten o'clock, right? Yeah. So it's live by satellite, ten o'clock from New York. So it's ten o'clock in New York when it's on. Now mm-hmm. I had to make a note of these. Um, 
it's also live in Helsinki, right? Yep. <laughs> which I was, uh, which I was kind of into. Uh, in Helsinki at the time, at that time of day, it would be four in the afternoon. Right. It's also live from Bethlehem. Yeah. Right. Where it, we, and I have absolutely no idea why it would be live from, but like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. I guess it's kind of Christmassy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be uh, one p.m. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> West Berlin, uh, I don't know what does it in those particular orders. Uh, yeah. West Berlin, it would be uh, two in the afternoon. And my favourite one, the Great Barrier Reef, right? <laughs> which doesn't make any sense at all, where it would be six in the morning. Yeah. That's so, do you think they're getting up on the east coast of Australia and going, crikey, we're going to have to watch the <laughs> thing, the Christmas Carol? No, probably not. <laughs> no, nah, they're too busy watching Neighbours and Home and Away. <laughs> of course, six months in advance of all of us. Yeah. Exactly. They get, they get all, the good, all the good stuff first. All the good stuff. Exactly. They, they knew Harold lost his memory before he knew he lost his memory. <laughs> <laughs> now, who's in, in this? This is Dickens' classic starring Buddy Hackett, Jamie yep. Farr, the Solid Gold Dancers, Mary <laughs> Lou Retton as Tiny Tim, and it's read by Sir John Houseman. I got all of these but I'm going to spread them out because otherwise it's fucking front heavy. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. Everyone's going to everyone's going to turn off. Uh, I've I've got some solid gold dancers and John. Oh, Hitchman. I haven't got solid gold dancers, man. Well done. Good work. Yep. Uh, Bill Murray's the studio president. Frank Cross. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray's never been young, has he? No, nah, he's always had that craggy face, hasn't he? Yeah. He really yeah. has had that craggy face. Do you like him? Do you, you, you Bill Murray fan? So. Uh, uh, Yes, yes and no. It, it, I, I get he's eclectic and he can do what he wants, which is great, but sometimes I really wish he'd stopped fucking about with the whole Ghostbusters thing and sort of drip-fed everybody wee bits when he had those operators unit with the whole gang and it really sticks in my craw that he faffed about with all his arty-farty stuff with it before. Ah, yeah, okay, that's that's fair enough. So I got that going for me. Caddy <laughs> Shack, I, I it probably isn't as good as I think it is. We'll get a semi-professional golfer on, and we'll talk Caddy Shack. Uh, Reach out to us, it. golfers. Reach yeah. out to us, please. <laughs> uh, he hates this advert. He's telling his team that it sucks. Um, <laughs> the show costs forty million dollars. He says, and now I have to kill all of you. <laughs> uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite's in this movie, by the way. Vastly yeah, yeah. underrated. Director yeah, now. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, yeah. Director. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and an and all-round nice guy, by all accounts. Everyone speaks yeah. really highly of him. Um, but you it, don't uh, hear anything of that little tiny police officer out of Police Academy, do you, with the glasses? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> gone, gone and forgotten. Definitely. Yeah. Gone and forgotten. See, I used to think uh, Bobcat was like... Um, because I think Crispin, Crispin Glover, he stopped acting to do some directing and producing, didn't he? But he'd done it... He done it really weird, didn't he? He was doing all, he was funding all sorts of weird and wonderful ventures with film. Bobcat's the same. He, I think he's he's we watched. I didn't much like it, but it gets a good press. The th- film that he did about uh, Bigfoot. Oh, right, it's like okay. uh, it's a horror film, mate. Basically, it's a found footage horror film about two couples, a couple that go hunting Bigfoot. What's it called? I want to say it's called Willow. Not Willow Creek, but something like that. Right, you know, okay. Something like, yeah, yeah. Look at her. I, I got absolutely I'll, nothing out of it. Absolutely. No, I'll, I'll double check it. I'll double check it. But people talk quite highly of it. Uh, he says the advert's getting great results, uh, and it's been played for the last two months. Um, 
But Bill Murray wants them to be scared to miss it. And his trailer was horrific. Oh, it was horrible, wasn't it? International terrorism. Highway killers. This bloke <laughs> leaning out of a car and shooting somebody in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. um, don't miss Scrooge. Your life might depend on it. <laughs> uh, he says um, he, he, the advert itself uh, mentions acid rain, doesn't it? Yes, <laughs> acid kind of like rain. Acid rain. And uh, what is it? People taking drug drugs. Oh yeah, well. yeah, drug. Yeah, acid rain. Right? <laughs> you don't hear about it anymore, do you? No, that's gone. Right, isn't it? I remember acid rain. What happens? Acid rain. <laughs> Get inside. It's acid raining. It's acid raining. Get inside. Possibly <laughs> the new Peter K. That I don't know. Um, acid rain is rain or any other form of precipitation, can't even say it, that is unusually acidic, hence the name, uh, meaning that it's elevated levels of hydrogen ions. Most water, including drinking water, has a neutral pH that exists between 6.5 and 8.5. But acid rain has a pH level lower than this and ranges from 4 to 5 on average. There you go. That's all, all you've ever wanted to know ever. and more about acid rain. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's all anybody wants to know. Uh, I'll get some of these facts out of the way because I don't Shoot. want to be back heavy because I know you will be. Uh, <laughs> Story of my life, pal. So, Soul uh, Gold dancers were a dance group from a show called Soul Gold, um, but the show ended in, the, in July 23rd, 1988. So, I think that when this was getting shot, they were still in a job. And then once the film came out, they were out of a job. <laughs> well, you got to feel for those girls. Oh, uh, no, that, you one, that one particular girl and her nipples. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that one nipple. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, John... see, these guys can barely see her, her nipples, and they're really looking. <laughs> <laughs> they're really men. I've got this weird fact, and I don't know where I got it from, but I just looked up. Uh, Christmas facts, but apparently in that in that Santa's workshop, I had to look to see if they had like a an elf, like a like a like an elf elf of the month. Say. But as, there's this fact that says the oldest elf in the workshop is over four thousand uh, four thousand years old, and his name is Kringle. And I'm like, I just uh, it's the first time I'm hearing about this. <laughs> You're in your mid forties, and you're only hearing about Kringle the Elf today. This is news to me. <laughs> Four thousand years old, eh? and he's still no go. Still no go. Me, my bloody uh, trapdoor plasticine set. <laughs> You'll get a PS5 before you get one of those. <laughs> no half. <laughs> Bobcat's character is called Elliot Loudermilk. Uh, he says, y- you can't show this ad. It's like a Manson family Christmas special. I think I'd watch that. <laughs> Crusty with his will. Yeah, of course you would, absolutely. Uh, as long as Squeaky's in it, I'll be all for that. Uh, he tells his assistant, Grace, this is uh, this is, is Bill Murray's character, he tells his assistant, Grace, to sack him. Um, and, and she says, but it's Christmas. Oh, great thinking. Let, get payroll to stop his bonus as well. Like, oh, oh, God. Asshole. He then grabs a picture from a, a wall, which is like a, a, a picture of Father Christmas and Mrs. Mrs. Claus, uh, because Mrs. Santa has eleven fingers. <laughs> he, he really is a shit. He really is. He's, a shit. Uh, he's a, a c-word. Uh, Grace is going over a list of Christmas gifts for his associates: a VCR for those he likes, uh, and an IBC towel for those he doesn't, right. including Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> 
<laughs> like Elvis's Colonel Tom Parker. I was like, what? <laughs> what the hell? And his brother gets a towel and Grace says, your only brother. Uh, and then the phone rings. She goes to answer it and he grabs the list. He's like, towel, 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 towel. Towel, towel. It's Preston. So Preston's coming down. Did you spot who Preston was, by the way? Uh, uh, Rob Mitchum. Uh, absolutely. Big, big I, Rob. I was very disappointed. I didn't see love or hate on his fists. <laughs> it should have been that. Which should have been good. Uh, what a what a what a fine actor. What a proper oh, old-fashioned, yeah. uh, old fashioned, old school, old good school. actor. Yeah, yeah. definitely. He comes down, he's nutty, isn't he? He says, uh, there are 20, 27 million cats in, in the USA and 48 million dogs. Well, I didn't do increased. the thing with the dogs. That's increased. Ah, go on, then. Uh, so now it's estimated that there's 76.8 million dogs and right. 58.3 million cats. Uh, I had the cats, but I didn't have the dogs, but that's because I'm the cat. cat. Oh. <laughs> You're the cat, man. I'm a cat, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's sleeping and ignoring me, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, right, yeah, so well done that man, fantastic. Uh, and he says we should start doing programming for cats. Not entirely, but we should put things with the, like door mice. Okay. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and, and 1988, uh, VCRs had dropped price, because it used to be it used to be like $600 at the beginning of the 80s, but by uh, 1988, the price had dropped to $250. Oh wow! Wow, that's, yeah. that's bargain basement prices. And and a blank tape was five dollars. Well, I, I can't imagine that. We used to get a pack of three TDKs for like ten quid. Uh, long play. Long Always play, obviously. Long play. Oh god, I I get three films on there. <laughs> yeah. Is this character Bryce Cummings right? Where did you recognise Bryce Cummings from? So he was for the last. He was for, well before they talked about this guy in Spider Man. Oh no, Spider Man. I'm not rubbish. Superman Smallville, he was in uh, Gremlins 2. Yeah. He's uh, Daniel Clamp. He's Daniel yeah. Clamp of the Clamp building. Uh, great, great in that. That's a lot of fun, that film. I don't mm. think we can cover two without covering one. So we might yeah. have to cover one next Christmas and yeah. then cover two following year. That that we should last that long. <laughs> that we might not get fucking cancelled or you might not get bored. We, I've, got, I've got the legs and you've got the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> This, this this time next year, I'll be talking to my fucking self. <laughs> so Bryce Cummings, he'll be back. Uh, Bill Murray wants Grace to find out about her, about him, what his background is. Uh, but she says she has to get a kid to the doctors. And he's like, no, 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 I've got to work late. So you've got to work late. If you don't work late, I can't work late. And if you can't work late... I can't work late. is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I think that might have been one of the ad-libs lines, oh, and yeah. it's it's great fun. But Frank's brother's here. He wants him to visit for Christmas dinner. He refuses. He refuses every year. Yeah. Um, and then he goes and steals this old lady's car. Bye, uh, bye, grandma. Bye, real, bye. Real life brother as well. Yes. Yeah. One of the three. Uh, one of the three Murrays that is in this film. Yep. There's Murray yeah. Mance, Murray Leishman. Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, the thing on... Have you seen in his office, he's got this thing written over it. It says, cross. Oh, yeah. uh, a definition of the word cross, the thing they nail you to. Uh-huh. The actual definition of cross, according to Webster's Dictionary, you know, the Ooh. little lad with the glasses from the yeah, yeah. TV show. Not really. Uh, is <laughs> one, a mark, object, or figure formed by two short intersecting lines or pieces, or two, an upright post with a transverse bar 
as used in antiquity for crucifixion. Well, so it's kind of right. Transverse. I think that's going to be a definition for something soon. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> Spider-Man in the transverse. I would watch that movie. Hell I yeah. would fucking watch that the, movie. The religious version. So <laughs> oh, Jesus. Imagine if the Christians got in the, in the trans world. Oh, God. Trans world sport is very different. Oh, Lions. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's the only way I could keep up on who was winning the Gabadi Championship in India. <laughs> that was it. Uh, the point of all knowledge. I think I got the shinties. The shinties. Shin- yeah, Saturday mornings. Get up, watch the shinty. The GAA, by the yeah. way, that is the most brutal sport in the world. We've got to go and watch some GAA. GAA. Uh, yep. in, in, yeah, the GAA semifinals or something next year. That is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Irish listeners, invite us over for the GAA. We know we've got some. We would uh, love it. Uh, Yeah, fantastic. So he's at this New York Benevolent Fund Awards. Um, They give him the award, and his his thing is, I'll always cherish this. And then in the next scene, he's left it in the back of the cab. And I'd just written, what a Scrooge. Like I don't know why it had taken until then for for it to kind of kick in. But yeah. it absolutely did, yeah. It's Humanitarian Award. Who needs yeah. that? Who needs that indeed? Humanitarian of the Year Award established in 1938 is mm-hmm. real. A 1988 winner was not him. It was Dr. M.C. Modi, who might have been a rap MC too. Here comes the MC. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Modi appeared in the Guinness Book of Records in the year 1986 for performing 833 eye operations in a day. The highest in the world, all for free in India. What? 833? 833. Apparently he was ambidextrous. So mm-hmm. he was doing things with both hands. What a bad motherfucker he is. Uh, he deserved that R.I.P. that guy. Uh, the next section is Grace heading home with uh, her son, Calvin. He is the cutest kid. I could have just eaten him up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I loved him. I put him to see oh, the face. Yeah, because they were coming back from the... Sub- the they were coming off the subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you see that bar across the street? Did you yeah. see it? No. So that's an actual bar. So Dom's Corner Bar, I thought it was, that's made up, but it's actually a real place in New York. All right, okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Calvin's the strong, silent type, basically, isn't he? He hasn't spoken yeah. in years, and we'll find out why a little bit later on. She says, the doctor charged me 200 bucks to say that you can't speak. I say, <laughs> doctor, I think that's Latin for thief. <laughs> uh, Latin for thief, John, is fur, F-U-R. So she's fucking wrong. <laughs> that's why she's an assistant <laughs> yeah that's why you're an assistant mate because surely you'd have a basic grasp of latin if you work as an assistant to the partridge quote done ticked off <laughs> we've got some simpsons ones coming up there's the partridge quote off the list oh there's a section earlier on a missus but i've just seen it in my notes where preston says i i want to do for cats what Kojak did for lollipops. I know. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> Fiesta brand sell a Kojak lollipop, which is filled with chewing gum. Uh, €32.74 for a box of 70 of them. I could not find anything that proved that the sale of lollipops, lollipops went up yeah, but because of Kojak. Kojak. But I do seem to remember there was Kojak lollipops at one point in the 80s. Tell me mm-hmm. I'm not imagining that. 
I'm sure there was. Nah, I'm sure. sure I, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're right. It was a big thing, wasn't it? Oh British. yeah, absolutely. Telly Savalas, though. Yeah, I know. Stylish. Yeah. Oh, what a guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Also loved Birmingham. Uh, big fan of big fan of Birmingham. <laughs> big fan of Birmingham. Big big fan of the ham yeah. and the bull ring. I'll, I'll I'll link to that somewhere on uh, Twitter at some point. Listen, but it's brilliant. Telly Savalas doing an advert for Birmingham for investing in, oh, in God, the city yeah. of Birmingham. Great stuff. We're back with Cross in his office now. He's drinking a tavern vodka. Uh, his office door explodes, and here's this ghost. It's his old, this old golfing boy, isn't it? Yeah. He's basically just dust and cobwebs. Uh, he shoots him six times, mm-hmm. and then this guy, this guy grabs a drink, and he says, uh, "He says, I don't mind you shooting me, Frank, but watch the Bacardi." Bacardi. <laughs> and I'm like, thinking, I thought it was like going to be like a proper bourbon or something. But watch the Bacardi. Yeah. No, but it was yeah, yeah, the the, the worst <laughs> rum, absolute fucking dog shit tier rum. Uh, give me uh, Havana Club or get to fuck. Oh, a lovely navy rum. I do like a, a lamb's navy rum as well. Something well, dark ban- and rich. Banana rum. Is that not? A, or- is that not a song? Ring, or- ring, 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 ring. Banana rum. <laughs> <laughs> or dead man's fingers. Oh, Try that. Well, yeah, but have, have you ever tried sniffing a dead man's fingers? Hey, well, Bill, Murray, Bill Murray has. <laughs> yeah, he has. Yeah, absolutely. So it turns out that this this ghost, oh, as he shoots him, all the, the drink comes out of it. It's brilliant, these six holes. The drink comes That's out of these cool. holes. It's fantastic. Um, it's his old boss. He says, uh, I was on the 14th hole at Winged Foot and a heart attack killed me. Don't waste your life like I did. Be kind. You can be saved. He's basically Marley's ghost. Yes. He says, yeah. you can, you'll be visited by three ghosts. The first one, tomorrow at noon, the ghost dangles him out the window, doesn't he? Like, it's pretty like good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He looked great still. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. I was watching in, in very, very high definition. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, uh, and, and it breaks off, his, his arm breaks off. Uh, Frank falls, wakes up. Wakes up. Always on the set, and he? He's always yeah, on he's the, always yeah. on the set. He rings, uh, he rings his ex-girlfriend, Claire. Uh, he rings it's been 15 years I need to speak to you it's urgent before we move on I gotta tell you I did a little bit of a look into the 14th hole at winged foot John right uh, it winged foot was founded in 1921 to golf club in New York State and it has two 18 hole courses the east and the west so we don't know which one he died on the east the 14th on the east is called hell bent and is a par four dog leg uh, the 14th on the west is called Shamrock and is also a par four. Right. How are you getting on with Mario Golf, bruv? Uh, Kirsty's playing it right now, so she's getting it. Oh, getting, mate, no. I, I was hoping she, I'd be able to at least beat one of you. No, she's 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 taking it over. She's actually practicing Where? with you. Sorry, she's mate. playing golf for? <laughs> I don't know, because I said to her, I said to her you got to play it's like no, and then she see me playing it earlier on and says, look, well, you're doing the show, I'll, I'll do some practice. So she's in there. Smacking away just now. Yeah, Joe, I know you're listening. Hallmark of greatness, bastard. Get us, hit us up over Christmas. We'll do some Mario Golf action. <laughs> Those new courses, oh, you won't know the difference between new courses and old courses. No. Nope. New courses are brutal, by the way. Oh, they, oh, they fucking stink. I hate them so much. I'm going to have to practice those. <laughs> anyway, by the by. 
the listeners, the, we're, we're turning off. Uh, if anyone's got a switch, by the way, hit, uh, <laughs> hit us up on the socials and we'll add, we'll add you. Get us, exactly. Hit us up with friend codes and me and the, <laughs> me and the big man will add you. Kirsty plays a lot of Animal Crossing. Oh, God, yeah. Five, ne- nearly 450 years worth. Yeah, I, I managed that last year, mate. Yeah, during, during lockdown. I haven't, touched, I haven't touched it all year, I don't think. At Grace's, she admits to the kids that she didn't get a bonus this year. So Grace, there's there's Grace and her mum, and I want to say five kids, perhaps yeah. four. Uh, little Calvin and, and, and a few others. Um, Calvin's trussed up in this tree. Do you want to come and see the tree? He looks, his little face, <laughs> sticking out, looking oh. all sorry for himself. Uh, we can't afford a real tree. She's going, don't turn it on. Don't turn the lights on. Don't turn the lights on. He just looks so sorry for himself. Oh. Um, the next day, we find out that an old lady died in the paper watching Frank's scary trailer. And he's like, yes, you can't buy this kind of press. <laughs> that was like me when I found out that old video had been taken down off of TikTok because it talked about Bill Clinton being a pedophile. <laughs> That's, that was never going to end well, was it? I could not buy that kind of press. <laughs> and I won't buy that kind of press because I'm tight. <laughs> uh, the sensors here she's shutting them down this character's very unfortunate because you can see the dancer's nipples yep <laughs> the sensor oh, they're obviously building the set as they kind of go and Frank Cross ducks out of the way of this lamppost <laughs> she gets it square yeah. in the schnoz doesn't she yeah and he's like nurse <laughs> yeah. uh, here's Claire Right? did you spot who Claire was uh, Karen Allen for uh, Indiana oh, Jones fame. Be still, my beating I heart. I know. She was something Karen else. Allen was 37 here. Really? She looks in her early 20s. Yeah, she really does. She, she, she She's a fighter. I, I, I hate doing this. I hate objectifying. But she is... Gorgeous, and actually, no. I looked. I, I didn't. I, I was like creepy. Oh, I'm gonna creepily look up pictures of her on the internet. Oh, let's find some pictures of Karen Allen. But I was, I was looking up kind of like a Wikipedia to find out how old she was and and, and how old she was at the time. And there was pictures of her because she's still acting. She's like seventy something now, right? right? And she still looks great. She looks well, fifty. She looks fantastic. So well, well know, done, huh? She's doing something right. Credit to her, yeah. And I can't believe she starred in that student film that they made about indiana jones with the with the monkeys and the fridge you know that, that oh one? and and then and the the russians i've, I've heard i've, I've heard blank. i've heard something yeah. of it those guys those guys really did well to get all those people for their not real indiana jones film yeah it's, yeah it's not canon and doesn't exist congratulations the mockumentary yeah. <laughs> i really need to stop with this part <laughs> this is all i've got but she has come along to see him. Lumpy. Um, she, lumpy, which is really sweet. Um, the prop master's trying to glue antlers to this wee mouse. He says, I'm tr- I love this guy. He looked a little bit like uh, diabetes, didn't he? Like Wilfred Brimley. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, he, he was he was really sweet, kind of. He played it really sweet. I've tried it. I've tried to use crazy glue, uh, super glue. Um, <laughs> And he says, oh, use staples. And she's like, if you use staples, I'll, um, 
I'll call the Humane Society. Oh, I would never do such a thing. I've got two dogs. And, <laughs> he's, got <this> <laughs> and he's walking away talking about parrots and stuff like that, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. The silly little things. I love, right, listeners, I am a massive fan of of those those lines that just taper and you taper just away. leave a yeah, room yeah. and yeah. someone's saying something or uh, something doesn't or, make any off, sense. Off-screen lines, they're quite yeah. good. <laughs> I am still, to this day, all the time, any anytime anyone mentions Madeline Kahn to me, all I can think of is Miss Scarlet out of Clue, where she's going, and the flames at the side of my face. It's like, <laughs> what even are you talking about, woman? What is I think about it weekly, that line. Future episode. You're obsessed. Way, obsessed. so much going on in that film. Yeah, it really is. The Humane Society, by the way. The Humane Society do some, do some good work. Mm-hmm. Founded in 1877 and in 2017 achieved the following according to their website. Saved, sheltered and fed more than 600,000 animals in desperate need. The Humane Hollywood is their initiative that means without their say-so, you can't get that thing on your credits that says no animals were harmed. Oh, well, right. Yeah, okay. yeah so without them involved, you mm-hmm. can't have it. You and can't have it. has their logo of the ostrich yeah, yep. and the fucking horse and all that shit. Yeah, yep. She gives him her card. Call me. The production's a massive disaster. The set starts falling apart. It falls on the already injured sensor. And he's like, I'm going for lunch. So he pisses off for lunch with Preston at this posh restaurant. He orders a highball and then explains the Holy Father's going <laughs> to bless the entire Zulu nation. And in, in Berlin, Berlin, they're going to paint the wall. Yeah, Leroy <laughs> Neiman is painting the wall. <laughs> um, the largest baptism all of all time, he says it is. Mate, you've got facts on this, haven't you? Of course I have, mate. Of course okay. I have. Any, anything for Holy Father, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most people baptised in one sitting, sitting, it's not dinner, is it? Uh, it was 18,272 uh, 18, people atri- achieved by Iglesia Ni Cristo at the Church of Christ in the Philippines at the Philippine Arena in Bulacan. Mate. On the 7th of September, 2019. Leroy Neiman, RIP, by the way, is an American painter that did abstract, brightly coloured paintings of celebrities. You recognise them when you see them. Sinatra, Rocky Balboa. If Mm. you were to type his name into Google now, you would see exactly what they are. And you would just go, fucking hell, I knew I knew, I knew that guy. Yeah. Gorgeous. I, be honest, I think, in my head, I've, I'm already in pictures. And some, like, there's the Rolling Stones. As, That's, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think the guy's a bit of a national treasure. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine owning Prince of Warhol stuff and not owning Prince of those things, which are absolutely stunning. Love them. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. love them. And I'm sure would look great in the Berlin Wall. By the way, we got a little section of the Berlin Wall on our bookshelf back there, or at least that's what they told us in the gift shop <laughs> when we were in Berlin a couple of Christmases ago. Well, that, that came down one year after this film, didn't it? November. It did come, yeah, absolutely. You should take Kirsty to Berlin. <laughs> I know you like culture. Yeah. I know you like beer. You'll get a fucking huge bounce off that, mate. It is amazing. So Daniel Clamp has been hired to help at the busy time. The watch goes off. It's noon. All the clocks are going off, so it's ghost time. (laughs) Frank gets his highball, which, by the way, a highball is just a long drink. It's named after the glass. Mm -hmm. So if you were to have, 
you have what? Coke in your vodka, don't you? You have cola yep. in your vodka. Yeah, so yeah, yep. you have vodka and cola. That's a highball drink. Yeah. Uh, if Kirsty was to have gin and tonic in, in, a, in a tall glass, it's a highball, although she, she has it in okay. a goblet, of course. But that kind of thing. Uh, cool. Gin and ginger. That, that, that's what a highball is. Uh, and uh, it's what uh, it's, it's the one thing I think Hitler had. But only one, <laughs> as the song goes. And the other was in the Kelvin Hall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm English, so the other is in the Albert Hall. Ah, so okay. there you go. It's amazing. I didn't know you had a different version. It's of that. geographical. I'm, it's going on the list. It's in the movie. Right. <laughs> Across the restaurant, he sees this guy lighting this baked Alaska. Yes, <laughs> he's brilliant. Uh, and then he gets set on fire, and he's going bah, bah, and the guy's going, "No, sir, you don't want that. That's a baker laster. That's a pudding." <laughs> and then he's pointing at the other guy, "No, sir, he had the meatloaf. It's full of." And you miss the line, and I'd love to know what it was like, full of arseholes or something. It's probably full of, full of guts and arseholes. And cut, yeah. That's exactly what I imagined. <laughs> uh, and then the guy is basically like. A man on fire, which is listeners know is one of my favourite tropes. <laughs> He's completely on fire. He jumps up um, and and runs over to the guy and throws this bucket of water on him. And he actually wasn't on fire. He was counting his his tips. Did you yeah. hear what he said? No. He says, "Sorry, I thought you were Richard." Oh, I thought you were Richard Pryor. Yeah, sorry, that was the, the cocaine thing, wasn't it? Which is really weird because I've written Richard Briars here. Love a good life. Ever decreasing circle. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Richard Pryor in 1980 set himself on fire uh, whilst he was free basing cocaine. Uh, he managed to burn 50 percent of his body. Wow, Jesus. He's just a really, really broken man, wasn't he? Yeah, he really was. Shame. Funny as hell, but broken. Mm, absolutely. As he leaves, he gets a cab. And the cabbie is the ghost. Brilliant Brooklyn cabbie voice. Yeah. With the like the little ratty cigar all chewed up at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was good. I, I could get... smell this ghost, by the way. <laughs> was that good? <laughs> no, it was not good. Um, did you spot his cab? The cab company one? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a checker cab, what's called mm-hmm. a checker cab. As driven by cabbie and escape from New York. Oh, cab. Yeah. Uh, and Travis Bickle, taxi driver. Oh, right, okay. Same type, of, uh, same type of cab. The cab that you used to be able to drive in uh, all the Vice City movies. Uh, Vice yes. City movies? All the... Um, the Phil yeah. movies. The Phil yeah, movies. Yeah, they did Phil really movies, yeah. Please don't make movies of those fucking games. And uh, Corbin Dallas had a flying one, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Corbin Dallas! Oh, that's a good film, isn't it? That is, yeah, yeah. It really is. Multipass? Lolo <laughs> Dallas, multipass. So... <laughs> Aziz, light every time. Aziz, light. Um, they go back in time to 1955. In oh. 1955, Albert Einstein died. I've got that. I've, uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, John, became the world oh, champion, heavyweight world right. champion. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Pink clothes for men became a big, massive fashion range. All right, okay. Yeah, so it was a big, big thing. So I'm like, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, one in the pink. Two in the Albert Hall. Yes, indeed. Not sure how much of that is going to get into the final. <laughs> I wanted to keep this episode family friendly. Oh, it's not happening, is it? <laughs> Christ on a bike. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, they go back in time and they go to his parents' house. Yep. Uh, he says, oh, it looks like Dad still hasn't, hasn't put the lights up yet and all the other houses have got the lights. He says, Christmas Eve, who are you kidding? Um, he, he goes in and he says, <laughs> the ghost does this thing where the ghost goes through the door and he can't, he has to open the door. <laughs> he's like, every time! <laughs> he's Face first. Uh, and he says, uh, he says, oh, you think you're going to make me cry? You know, little, little Frank's watching the TV. You're going to make me cry? It's not going to happen. Attila the Hun saw his mother waterfalls <laughs> is good. Uh, little frank sat on the on the floor watching the telly ma'am heavily pregnant smoking yeah. beautiful smoking. Yeah, yeah. brilliant they, you know you, you just you, you just didn't know smoking he's, was good for you back then though yeah absolutely he's so watching, was big <laughs> <laughs> he's watching the lone ranger 221 episodes between 1949 and 1957 57. and the theme tune we all know john is the william tell overture I did get it. Story of my life. Dad comes in, Brian Doyle Murray. Again, never young Brian Doyle Murray. You'll know him because he's the mayor of Partuk, not Partuk, it, Puskatoni. Puskatoni, isn't he? He's the mayor. Um, in Groundhog Day. The mayor of Kentucky. I tell you what, if nothing else, he keeps his brothers in work, doesn't he? Oh, good eye. Yeah, he yeah definitely. It's a good eye. Yeah, yep. Absolutely good eye. Uh, he comes in, he's a butcher. <laughs> um, and he, say, he says, Merry Christmas, Frankie. And he throws on this this parcel. He's got a choo-choo train. He's like, no, it's five pounds of veal. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up with this. Yeah, but he's only four. I don't even know what view was. I had to look it up. All oh, right, what is it? Do you want to tell us? So, it's, it's, I don't think it's practice now, but view comes from uh, male calves or baby cattle who are killed uh, just a few months old, but they're kept in restrictive pens so they don't do any exercise. And it's believed that it made the meat ready. I don't know what that means, but meat makes it tougher. Yeah, you you say it's not done anymore, but I can assure you it is. Is it? I can assure you it is, and it's fucking brutal. But I mean, da- dairy, dairy's fucking stupid, and the meat industry's fucking uh, arsehole of a fucking industry. Um, but yeah, they they kill they 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 kill the the, the little calves, male calves. Uh, five pounds of veal. Um, he, he he says at some point he was kind of like I was touched. That would be um, thirty what, to forty bucks. To, yeah, today yeah. I was touched by a kind gift to a child. Um, <laughs> now I struggle to find in the UK it in pounds. Because I don't know why, but I did find uh, two point four, uh, one point two kilos uh, times two, so about two point four kilos in the UK is just short of a hundred pounds today, which is just short of five pounds. Right, so five okay. pounds, two and a half kilos, which is good money. But please, please don't eat baby cows or any cows. Don't drink fucking milk. I know I keep saying this. The shit that the shit that is in there. Oh, oh, if nothing else, if you don't, if you don't give a shit about the animals, stop eating puss and blood. You know, it's for your own fucking good. Can I still put it in tea though? <laughs> when you come, 
allows you can have some oat milk. You'll love it. It's amazing. It's <laughs> Not <best>. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't have any milk in the house to do. No, we because we don't buy it. Yeah, because I won't fucking. I won't defend the. Uh, dairy industry anyway oh no, I did get a couple of rows for your uh, greasy spoon you're obsessed with that fucking oh, shop that, round the corner that, man that was amazing <laughs> was it Tory sausage or was it square was it Cumberland oh was it Cumberland one? Oh, that's alright yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. again don't support this industry that John is obsessed with he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's remembering his life and he said, uh, and he said, no, that was uh, the courtship of Eddie's father. He says, oh no, but I remember there was a girl, and she was running on the uh, on on the plains. No, that was Little House on no. the Prairie. Yeah, Little House on the Prairie, set near Walnut Grove, Minnesota, in eighteen seventies to the eighteen nineties. Show is an adaptation of Laura Ingalls oh, Wilder's yeah. series of the Little House books. Yep, autobiographical. Oh right, okay, that uh, I didn't was, know. I mean, it was embellished, but uh, it was autobiographical. And- was, it, felt, it felt as if it ran here forever, didn't it? Yeah, it was It was on the telly till the mid-90s, I'm certain of that. Michael Landon? Oh, Michael Landon, yeah. Michael um, so I've got it from 11th of September 1974, which is a year before her lord, me, and uh, <laughs> to the 21st of March 1983. And it was in. It was on, as the Americans would say, reruns. Yeah, yeah. I watched it Channel 4, I think. I want to say it was on Channel 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. They did that in the Waltons. Mom goes to bed. Merry Christmas, Frankie Angel. And this is where he cries. We fast forward to 1968. And this really rowdy office party must have been 10 <laughs> Downing Street. Oh. Hi-o. Hey, it's about time we did some current jokes around here. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh. <laughs> uh, 1968, Martin Luther King was assassinated, as was Bobby Kennedy. He was mortally wounded and then died in hospital later. Uh, the Black Power salute was seen on television worldwide in the Mexico Olympics, and 19 million tellies were sold in Great Britain alone. Well, you like fun. that, don't you? you I like really that. did, yeah. Uh, this party is all like drinking and smoking in the offices. Yeah. Again, it was stinging my eyes just looking at it. <laughs> uh, they're listening to Wooly Bully, <laughs> which Bully. is a song I know from. Being a Bradford Bulls Rugby League fan. <laughs> uh, Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. 1965, it was kept off of number one by the Beach Boys, Help Me Rhonda. Yeah. You know, the song that's a major plot point in Short Circuit 2. Oh, God. You've not thought of that for a while, have you? Oh, I can remember. On Broadway. I'd forgotten about that as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll never talk about those films because they're terribly racist. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, it sold three million copies in the USA. That's not too shabby for a song that's basically stupid. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, he, he looks like Steve Jobs in this turtleneck in the yeah, head. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, He's yeah. busy working while everyone's doing whatever. Um, this 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 girl's like, hey, Frankie, maybe we'll go and get some uh, some Chinese food. He's like, oh no, they put cats in that. She's like, <laughs> is that where that came from? Is that where everyone thinks that came from? They do not put cats in Chinese food. They put veal in Chinese food. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> um, he's walking out. He gets hit by Claire with the door, um, and then. He goes to bend down and pick up stuff and hits in the head again. Um, they, he, he says, oh, you know, would you like to come and have some Chinese food with me? And then in the background, did you hear the foley of the cat? No. It's like a cat goes, meow. 
<laughs> like he's been scared <laughs> of something. Sorry, CR. Just shit him up by making a cat noise. We fast forward now to 1969, a year forward. She's in the bath. Uh, and he's kind of like, stop looking to the ghost. And he's peering through the window. Yeah. Um, he's really excited about Christmas. He he, he he wants to open the presents. Uh, did you see what he got her? Uh, oh, God, knives. Yeah, the Jinzu best. knives. Jinzu. I would kill for some Jinzu knives, yeah. Because they can cut through a can and then a tomato. We all remember the adverts. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, he got a copy of the Karma Sutra. We've already covered the Karma Sutra on this. Yeah. Not literally. That'd be fucking minging. So. <laughs> yeah, we've touched <laughs> on it. Well, that's worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we fast forward to 1971. There's this kid's TV show, Mike the Mailman and Frisbee the Dog. Uh, it looks like one of the Chuckle Hounds was what I yeah. thought. Do you remember the yeah, Chuckle yeah. Hounds? Yeah, yeah. Which was the Chuckle Brothers dressed like Frisbee the Dog in the, in the 80s. Again, who's that a reference for? Did you, did you see who the postman was? I didn't, mate, no. It was uh, the Doctor for Total Recall. With oh, that, well that spot. That be the sweat. <laughs> Your little yeah, bat. that's a good spot, mate. I didn't see that. He says, uh, what do you think it is? Oh, you lucky dog. <laughs> he's laughing and he's kind of like, sit down. Uh, we realise that the person that's uh, in the suit is Frank. Yep. Claire turns up uh, and at that point, they're meant to be going to a friend's for Christmas Eve dinner because they always do that. Mm-hmm. Preston, who who's a bit young, in a, in a, <laughs> they've made yeah. him look quite young. Um, he he's invited uh, them for dinner, and he says, "Look, you don't turn this down." And then she says, "Maybe we should separate for a while." I oh, think she's it? hoping he mm-hmm. says no. Oh, was that Preston? No, I thought it was yeah. Jacob Marley. I thought it was a golfer at the beginning. No, no, it was still Preston because he it? says it's the president of the president of the thing. Perhaps it wasn't. Perhaps it wasn't. I was certainly was. Um, I couldn't tell you what that ghost looks like without the uh, the mouse yeah, crawling out of his head and the golf ball, <laughs> which was really weird. He says, uh, he says, the ghost says to him, he says, you swapped the love of your life for Frisbee the dog. Oh, <laughs> he's like, God, yeah. so long, sucker, which is just a line <laughs> I use all the time. He wakes up. He's back on the set, as you say. He goes to see Claire at the shelter. He's like shouting and raving and carrying on. And they take him in. There's <laughs> this raving derelict. And, yeah, and the, woman, the woman's like, oh, Lord, you're a wild and woolly one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, was a, she was a, the, um, the mum for the Goonies, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. As they get as they get to the thing, yeah. Mm. Um, Mama Fratelli. Yeah, Mama Fratelli. throw Mama from the train. <laughs> yeah, so she was. Yeah. Jesus. She's great. She's great fun and everything. She's like, take a drink. And he's like, pretend to take a drink. And they're asking him to do Richard Burton impression. Yeah, because apparently Bill Murray was doing a, 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 a skit. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, yeah. Because yeah. I had to look it's, at I that think he's really good. I think he's, uh, I think he's Richard Burton's quite good. I think he's got the <laughs> cadence just about right. Obviously, he's got all the words. But it's good. And Because they're, they're like, oh, I'm calling him Dick. Like, he doesn't look like Richard Burton. <laughs> no, I look Richard Burton like was a very handsome man. He was not. Uh, yeah, there's these three kind of homeless people he's talking to. Uh, Claire's here now. He offers to take her out, uh, but she gets reported by the staff there that they've got no turkeys or fuses for the electric. He tells Claire to forget about it. She should look out for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he storms out, and on the outside, 
Herman, one of the characters, is asking for two books to heat his place, and Frank refuses him and passes by. Back on the set, just as they're breaking for lunch, uh, it all goes dark, mm-hmm. and the fantastic Carol Kane is yeah, the brilliant. She's brilliant. Loved her, loved her in that she, set part. Yeah, she's just wonderful. <laughs> uh, she, she's in this ball gown, and she she flies in and kicks him in the balls. Uh, she says, uh, and now we're going to Harlem and punches him. <laughs> With a big X in his face. Yeah, yeah. They're at Grace's. Um, they've knelt at Grace's, but they are happy. Uh, Calvin, we find out, hasn't spoken since he saw his father murdered. Frank didn't even notice that she was in mourning. She, she says, did you not realise she was wearing black for months? He says, well, I just thought was everyone a, was wearing black. Yeah, was I thought was a, a, a creep. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost punches him again. And they're downtown at James's house. What musical instrument did Lurch on the Adams Family play? And I knew this already. Yep, and you harpsichord. Can't add it, but it's a harpsichord. Yeah. Harpsichord. <laughs> Struggled to find out when the harpsichord was invented, um, but it dates back to the Middle Ages. Right. Okay. Is when the harpsichord was was, was a known kind of entity. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think that's why she took on a part of the Granin? Adam's family, Carol Kane. Oh right, yeah, she's um, yeah, she's yeah, she's in that, isn't she? Yeah, she's a grand woman. Yeah, that. yeah, I'd completely forgot about that. Well, well, uh, well remembered that man. But again, she's she, not that old at the time. Like nah. the Adams family would have been ninety-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, sure. only three three years later, they did really well at kind of old dinner up. Old dinner up, yeah. She's. She looked great in this. She looked great in this as well. Yeah, she's brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah. She looks fantastic. She's Mm. very good in Kimmy Schmidt. She's very, very good in. uh, And I know I keep going on about Kimmy Schmidt, and if if listeners haven't watched it, she's she's the best in it. She's a real kind of like New York kind of old New York character. And those those are always my favourite. They open the present from Frank. What does he get? Uh, He gets a VCR. He does, but Frank had quite blatantly said it shouldn't be a VCR, towel. it should be a towel. He towel. says, that must be down to my now ex-assistant, <laughs> which is a bit harsh. He says, uh, it's a Pioneer VHS. The Pioneer VHS was the DH901. Mate. Spotted that, which uh, is a good one. Uh, he says, a toast. We wish Frank was here. Uh, to Frank, we wish he was here. Uh, what was the name of the vote that took them to Gilligan's Island? And he's going, I know this one. I know this one. Give me a minute. I know this one. Uh, someone guesses the SS mackerel, and she so punches him with a toaster. <laughs> it is close, yeah. We'll come back to that later on. She twats him with a toaster in the face. Um, and he's in the frozen sewers. He went, oh, is this the Trump Tower? He's like, yes, fantastic. <laughs> a dig at Trump. It's brilliant. It wouldn't be Christmas without a dig at Trump on this yeah, podcast, no. would it? Yeah. <laughs> Trump Tower, John, uh, opened in 1983 and cost $300 million and is famous with its detractors as being one of the most gaudy buildings internally and externally in New York City. Sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. For Sorry. that. Prick. I live in a sewer because I'm a fucking rat. <laughs> I'm a fucking rat. 
in the sewer, he sees Clarence is frozen. This is good makeup too. I like yeah, this. Oh, it's really good. good. Yeah, yeah. He has rubber gloves on. <laughs> like, why did he rubber gloves on? He was just about to go do the washing or something, or go and mess with the electric current. <laughs> Uh, and he says, look, you know, he says, this is what you meant by warming your place. You should have stayed with Claire. Why didn't you stay with Claire? Uh, he, he, he says, oh, the only way to get out of here must be this door. He dives through the door, <laughs> only to crash into the film set, falls onto a barrel. It's like, like fucking Donkey Kong. The sensor gets hit by this barrel. She's not doing well. Like uh, a plonk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. Uh, he's heading up in the lift. And he sees the oh, he's just about to go to the lift. He sees the ghost of Christmas yet to come. They say future. It's ghost of Christmas yet to come, of course. Uh, he's screaming, "Take me, take me!" Uh, but it turns out it's the guy from the film from the program that they're filming. Yeah. Uh, he says, "Yeah, the makeup's very good." As the show goes live later in the day, we're in his office. Frank's drinking heavily. He drinks uh, Stolichnia and and Tab. Tab. So he's yeah, basically yep. drinking Tab, which is a, a diet Coca Cola product. Launched in 1963, and it got me thinking, do you remember Tab Clear? See, I remember Tab Clear, and it was in a clear can. It was in a clear can. Yeah, and I remember it was, it was available in this country for less than a year. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very long. It, it, was, a, it was literally a fad, and then it disappeared. But it, it was I all, loved it. It was so it, sweet. It was only discontinued in 2020, apparently. Well, last year. Oh, Tab? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. He opens his gift from James, his brother... And it's a framed picture of them as kids. We'd learned earlier on what it was and that James had made it himself. But Carol yeah. Kane's ghost covers his ears. Yeah. La, 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 la. I know something you don't know. I know yeah. something you don't know. It's so cute. Really uh, framed picture of them as kids. And it's uh, to my brother, Frank, the best brother in the entire world. I come now feeling for Brian Doyle Murray there because he's also a brother and no one likes him. <laughs> Nibbed in <Rosam. laughs> The ghost creeps upon Frank through the TV, and this hand is coming out. Look, it's like Land of the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite good the way they've done the TV as well. Yeah, that looked really good. And mm. just as he's about to get him, who turns up? The Waskin Way Wabbit fountain. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Elliot's here with a gun. Now, I'd, I'd not covered this because it's just kind of bits that happened throughout. He tried to get a drink hadn't he? Uh, and then he gets splashed with water by a car yeah. going by yeah. and it falls out the bottom of the, 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 the paper bag. Yeah. He goes to he goes to he donate blood, blood which is like yeah. 20 bucks um, a pint mm-hmm. and obviously he gets these 20 bucks and then passes out and then this guy steals his 20 bucks Yeah. and then at this point he's got the gun. He's, he's passed right off. Yeah, and he's like hello, Wabbit, which of course is Elmer Fudd. Mm-hmm. Reference. Second film in a week where it's kind of a bit of a reference to Looney Tunes. It's such an important part of the history of filmmaking, I guess, cartoons and growing up. His wife left him after Frank sacked him, taking the little little girl with her. Uh, And as he's about to shoot him, he's chasing him around, isn't he? As he's about to shoot him, he falls in the lift and the ghost is there. The real one. Yeah, uh, and he's like, uh, oh, you know, this isn't working for anyone." And he opens up the opens up his his cow, doesn't he? Yeah, looks and in and he's kind of like, "Oh, those look good." <laughs> it's like these little these <laughs> these little twisted like mutant monsters. Ah, yeah. things. Did our people make that? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that is good." Well, uh, real Stan Winston stuff. I liked it a lot. That was good. That was yeah. good. 
Uh, may work for the Czechs, big man. Oh, yeah, yeah, might work for the Czechs, yeah. Uh, Frank sees Calvin in a straight jacket. He's like a teenage Calvin in the straight jacket. Yep. Uh, next stop, oh, he said, I could help him. I could help him, given the chance. Next stop in the lift was Claire. She looked, this, this whole thing looked like it was out of Brazil, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah it was, was all very look. kind of, yeah. yeah and all bit brushed and crisp. Yeah, she wasn't wanting to help the... The kids, uh, she wasted 20 years of my life. Thankfully, a good friend of mine uh, said um, that I should give up on other people and look after myself. Was it scrape them off? Scrape them That's off. It, scrape them off. Thanks, Lumpy. And she's obviously crying, but mm-hmm. that's how she feels. And then the next scene, it's like a kind of a mausoleum thing, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he thinks it's his brother's casket. The casket? Oh, Jesus, I am American. Uh, but it isn't. It's. Uh, it's, it's it's his him. and it's going into the flames. I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn. And then he's inside it. I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn. I want to live. I want to live. And then he he crashes through the thing, <laughs> and <laughs> it all starts collapsing everywhere. It's an absolute fucking disaster. Um, it's a really badly, maybe not a badly put together set. Maybe all sets are like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Never worked in that particular level and, of television. Telly, tell her. And he says, "I'm alive." I'm alive. <laughs> uh, Elliot's uh, Elliot's here with the gun, but not for long. Uh, he scares him by being happy and nice. He says he's going to hire him back with twice his salary, which is the uh, the the thing he does in the original Christmas Carol. Yep, uh, twice his salary. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "I'm going to make you assistant VP." Um, and I'll give you an office up here. Do you like my office? No. Uh, no, no. That's why I love you. <laughs> That's why I love you, because you're honest. Uh, he said, the Jews taught me this great word, schmuck. Schmuck. And I've been a schmuck. Can't do it, John, because we've already done schmuck. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to do it as well, and then realize you did it. Uh, Cross now goes down on the set. <laughs> and there's this bit, Buddy Hackett Scrooge like, I haven't missed it. It's terrible English accent. I haven't missed it. Uh, you know, and he says, uh, you boy, what day is today? Today's Christmas Day, sir. Then I haven't missed it. Catch this silver shilling or whatever and flicks it down. And it's caught by, by Frank, of course. Uh, we haven't talked about this particular actor, Buddy Hackett. Mm-hmm. Oh, Buddy Hackett is the voice of Scuttle. In the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's good, yeah. isn't it? That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, there's lots of Woody Hackett stuff. Uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. It's a great film. It's about forty-five minutes too long. It would be a lot of fun. Ah, uh, kid, you told me the stream was shallow. You told me the stream was shallow, kid. Ah, there's your Simpsons <laughs> reference, people. <laughs> you were wanting one. There it is. Uh, yeah, so Buddy Hackett throws the coin down. It's caught by the... And they're like, who's that? It's Frank Cross. Because it's live TV, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yep. Right, well, he's getting sacked, says Robert Mitchum. Um, and just as they're about to turn everything off, Elliot bursts through the, the door into the control room, and focuses the gun on everybody. Yep. He says, look, you know, don't turn it off. Keep keep going. He says, who's the rat bastard that would schedule a live show on Christmas Eve? Me. I am. <laughs> He shows the camera the photo and admits he gave them a towel, not the VCR. And I was kind of like, this is where the tears are about to start. This is where the tears are about to start. Um, But I was in the car watching it on my (laughs) lap, so I couldn't. Um, He's talking to the camera uh, and he says, you were right about everything. 
except for the boat that carried them to Gilligan's Island. The SS Minnow. The SS Minnow was the boat that carried them to Gilligan's Island. Had you ever had any experience with Gilligan's Island? Nope. Not no, neither had I. It's one of those things that I'm certain's never, ever, ever been on here. However, mm-hmm. it shares a director with this film. Richard Donner directed some episodes. All right, okay. Of Gilligan's right. Island. Uh, three seasons, uh, 98 episodes, which I think is enough. I think you do 97 episodes to get syndicated mm-hmm. in the States. So right. you've got enough of those. What I do know is it's this Bob Denver character is, is, is the main thing. In an episode of The Simpsons where Homer joins the Navy, they're at a USO show, uh, and he says, uh, and he says, uh, uh, Bob Denver says, oh, I hate it when people, you know, used to used to grab my hat and call me whatever. And Homer's going, I can't wait to grab him his hat and call him whatever. And that's, what, that's what happened in the show. But yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I, again, it's another one of those programs or films i only know because of the simpsons yeah and, and potentially this i've, I've only heard that but I, I just kept thinking it was something like gulliver's island uh, gulliver's travels yeah gulliver's kingdom <laughs> the little uh, children's uh, theme park in derbyshire there you go that's it that's the thing i didn't even know that no it's uh, in matlock bath matlock <laughs> yeah there is a t- yes american listeners there is a town in derbyshire called matlock you can get the train there there's fuck all there but do stop at matlock bath because it was known in the 1800s as the english alps <laughs> no really because <laughs> well. no, they had fuck all else <laughs> the chocolate child. shit there fish chips are good anyway uh, yeah, the boat from Gilligan's Island was the SS Minnow, as we have discovered and have added it to the list. He sees this mistletoe and this dancer. He's like, you know what this means? I have to kiss her. It's a mm-hmm. federal law, not a state law. <laughs> okay. Uh, he admits the kiss was good, but not great. The only great one was Claire. Now, we quick smash cut to the Claire's kind of place. And they're like, ah, woo! It's kind of like, hey, brilliant. Everyone's enjoying that. And she's like, I'm going to have to go. Uh, and she goes out, hails a cab. Uh, can you get me to, I want to say the clamp building. It's not the clamp building. Three, it's I the IBC it. building. In three, three minutes. minutes. And who's driving the cab? The Grosser Grosser's passed and says, it says, what floor? Yeah, what floor? <laughs> brilliant. And then they get. Uh, Frank says, do not miss the miracle of Christmas. Now, most of this, by the way, was ad-libbed. And you can tell oh, yeah, it's yeah. ad-libbed because he's, he's fallen over it. And it's, and it's better for it. It's mm-hmm. so good for it. If you give, life will be better. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Calvin runs in. Little Calvin's watching it. And he tugs his thing. He says, what is it, little man? Whispers, God bless us, everyone. Now I want to cry now. Get goosebumps. Get goosebumps. I'm thinking about it now. I love little Calvin. And I was kind of, he can talk, he can talk, he can talk. I can sing. <laughs> he can fly, he can fly. <laughs> Here's Claire. They kiss. He says, and they lived happily ever after. He spots the ghosts on the roof up on the set. And they're all singing. Uh, and it's brilliant. It's great. And it ends. It's nice. And the songs. And they're very, very reminiscent, that kind of ending. Of the Ghostbusters ending, you know, where it's yeah. all still kind of happening. Yeah, yeah, and at, it's still going on. At the end, except at mm. no point does anyone have to make a 700-point turn in a crowd <laughs> like they have to do in Ecto-1. Yeah. <laughs> get out of the fucking way, I you're going to get run over by this old ambulance. <laughs> ah, and it's a good 
Christmas film. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. That whole aspect was ad-libbed as well with the crowd, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, where they're all singing along. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Calling them out now, it's lovely. I liked no, I it a lot. It. Did you enjoy yourself? I did enjoy it, yeah, yeah. Uh, got a few more facts, if you want me to go Please. first. You've probably got loads. Uh, so, Snowmobile came in, so the first Snowmobile, or a Snowmobile was defined as a Snowmobile in 1935, okay. but a guy called Carl Elson from Wisconsin painted a motor toboggan in 1927, but later, obviously, it became a motor toboggan. Uh, John Houseman, who was doing a narrator, died in October 31st, 1988, so literally about a month before this film came out. It was uh, his last credited role, by the way. Uh, and he I won a supporting see. actor Oscar in 73 for The Paper Chase, friend and regular collaborator with our uh, good friend Orson Welles. Mm-hmm. Um, including Mercury Theatre Company, which produced the infamous radio play of War of the Worlds. Although it's not John Houseman related, it's perfect timing to talk about Orson Welles because of Omnicron variant, who I think is the eater of planets in that uh, Transformers film, which is also another film that makes me cry every time I watch it. I am 42 years old next month, listeners. Sorry, John, carry on. You're a young 42. Um, (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) This was uh, Bill Murray's first big lean role after Ghostbusters. He was considering giving up acting. I think he moved to Paris, somebody was saying. Okay. Uh, Bill Murray turned down parts in Cocktail and Rain Man, both Tom Cruise movies, uh, to be in this. Wait. Did he turn down Tom Cruise? Or no, did no. He turn parts, down... Well, this is the thing. So I was trying to think about it. So Cocktail, remember, you've got Brian Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you so, think he was Brian Brown? I, I, I think so, because uh, Tom Cruise was your younger. And Rain Man as well. He could only have been Dustin Hoffman's character, couldn't he? How would that have... I know. I don't know how it works. But Man, he, in an alternative, alternative universe. universe. I know. I, I get... I get the Rain Man if it was going to be Tom Cruise's character, but I couldn't imagine Rain Man with Dustin Hoffman, man. He, he made it. Yeah. I think that movie's been cancelled now, right? Yeah, I, I think probably. I say this every few months. <laughs> been Has it been? Um, so at one point, somebody had a mobile phone. It was one of the old ones that had a battery pack in the suitcase sort of idea, but this right. was 1988. So 1988 or 1987, the weapon of choice for mobile phones was something called a Panasonic D-Series, which was a standalone phone. So I'm just wondering why they had such an old phone in the movie, which is a bit weird. Uh, tradition of kissing under mistletoe was started in ancient Greece during a festival called Saturnalia uh, and, start, and later became quite prominent in marriage ceremonies, so it must have just transcended into Christmas. And uh, Carol Kane ripped Bill Murray's lip when she done the... Lip grabbing scene, and she felt sorry for every scene she had to do where she had to be violent towards him because she really looked up to him and respected him. She could rip my lip. Uh, <laughs> I, just something about. I know that fairy. Just... That well, I was thinking. That, I was actually thinking the New York accent. But, you know. <laughs> uh, that's me, my guy. That's it. Okay. That's all me. Hey, I'm fairy in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christmas Carol, first published 19th of December 1843 which is 177 years ago. Uh, the first edition sold out by Christmas Eve the same year. By the end of 1844, 13 editions had been released. 
which will explain Jesus. a little bit about Charles Dickens shortly. To date, there have been 21 live-action film adaptations, I counted them, and nine animated feature-length films, including Mr. Magoo's Christmas, which for some part of me remembers Mr. Magoo's Christmas only because it's in a film, but I can't remember which film it's in. Listeners, you've got to tell me, Mr. Magoo's Christmas, a character's watching it, and I can't for the life of me remember which one. Uh, I haven't counted the myriad TV programs that it's in. Charles Dickens, Buried in Westminster Abbey. A little bit more on that. Uh, we talked with Ian at Cult Connections about the Stern of Distoner. That's probably not how you pronounce it. Stern. Stern. Stern of Destiner, as Tom would say. <laughs> a bit harsh. Um, he left a fortune of £80,000 at the time. Which in today's money is seven point eight two five million. Ooh. There you go, and that's what happens when you release thirteen different uh, editions of a book. Is the same thing. Yeah. yeah, we got John Hausman. Ha! Right, two more people that were in this program: Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim. See, right. doing all this somersaulting. This somersaulting, yeah, yeah. This little lassie, Mary Lou Retton at the nineteen eighty four Summer Olympics in L.A won a gold medal in the individual all-round gymnastics competition, as well as two silver medals and two bronze medals. She is the first in Team USA to have won the gold medal in the individual all-round gymnastics competition. Absolutely. Now, Jamie Farr. They mentioned Jamie Farr in this thing, starring Buddy Hackett, Jamie Farr. I've written Jamie Farr is Mr. Not Featured in this film. Right. I'm sure he must have been in bits that were ripped out, right? Mm-hmm. His first role was in Blackboard Jungle, which is a very, very important film in the 50s. Great. He, but he's not in this film. He's the only actor to star in all three Cannonball Run movies. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> John, he's not in this film. I know. I know. I've seen him. He played Corporal Klinger in 217 episodes of MASH. The TV show where we'd do anything to get a Section 8 medical discharge. Where the hell was he? Including it? dressed as women in yeah, yeah, clothes. And, and I, I just figured guy. he was a transvestite. Uh, no, I just thought, I thought the guy. character was a transvestite. I was certain of it. <laughs> but do you know what, John? He's not even in 217 seconds of, the, of this film. Like, he is in that opening bit where they're talking about him being in it. And then and there's then a scene. It. No, there's one scene. Mm-hmm. I think he's Bob Cratchit. There's a scene where. Scrooge is talking to him, mm-hmm. but you only see the back of his head. Right. And for the life of me, I couldn't find out what. And, and, and I mean, look, the guy got paid, and the guy will get residuals. So mm-hmm. good for him. Good for him. Uh, Lebanese parents, by the way, uh, is uh, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Jamie right. Farr. He's in lots and lots of things. Far is that no Latin for something? <laughs> no, that's fur. Close. <laughs> I am finished. Are you out, son? Are you Podcast out? is finished. Yeah, I'm done, mate. Uh, how does I top them up? Do you want to guess how you think we got on? Ooh, eight. Keep going. Ninety-eight. Keep going. Hundred and two. Smidge more. Hundred eight. Oh, you, if this was the price is right, your little man's gone off the end of the cliff. Uh, 106. 
Wow, that's that's Wasn't good. that good? Wasn't that no, good that fun? Good. Yeah. Uh, slightly longer episode than I thought it was going to be as well at one point. So, yeah, enjoyable <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Listeners, I hope you have enjoyed joining us this week for uh, this nonsense. Our first Bill Murray film, question mark? Uh, yeah, because we've not done... No, we've not done the others. Perhaps we, we have, and I just, I've just missed him or something. But yes, that was... Um, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun indeed. Uh, you can get us uh, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, get us on Twitter at 100 Things Film. My next, sorry, 100 Things Pod. Get us at 100 Things Film everywhere else. My job for next year is to get John onto Twitter. When? To, and, and get him to see how much love you guys give us on Twitter because <laughs> I think his head would explode. Twitter, you not, big man. Twitter, you not. <laughs> oh, Twitter, you not. I think he would get an absolute kick out of the shit you guys uh, do on a regular basis. Um, get rate review. Give us a rate review. Spotify have just announced they're going to be doing ratings for uh, podcasts that you have listened to. I believe that's coming early next year. So keep that in the back of your minds to give us a rating, preferably five stars, so we can get in front of loads of other people. Uh, you can also get me and Tom on everything we learned from The Simpsons. We're in most places where you get your podcasts live right now is our episode on Simpsons Roasting on Open Fire, which is the first ever episode of The Simpsons and is Christmas-related and is Greyhound-related. And we talk about lots of northern supermarkets and shops, as is our want, and we do some Irish stuff, which might get us cancelled. Oh, well, Sean. Well, always well. What message have you got for the lovely people at home? In I, was the going, I was going to give messages of Christmas, but it's not really Christmas yet. It's uh, still spooky fest, so... But, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for listening. I really enjoyed this one, actually. I didn't realise we were getting as much facts as we did, so it's top show, top yeah. show. I, I am so grateful for... We both are. We're so grateful for all the love and attention you give us and the listens the frighteners i think is probably our best performing episode of the year john i didn't tell you that but it really is doing really well at the moment so yeah that's really good and we appreciate that we are we promise we're going to do better films coming up we were so happy to have you on board next week John and I are going New Year's Eve by not talking about New Year's Eve, uh, but we are going to talk about a film set on New Year's Eve. We're going to talk about a 70s disaster flick, The Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> Isn't that good? Well, I haven't seen that in years, mate. I'm really that's looking forward to it. Christmas wrapped in a boat right there. <laughs> Can't wait to watch that for the first time in fucking donkeys. Uh, but look, all of you, thank you so much for the joy that you've brought us um, over the past you know, year and a half. Uh, we are so grateful. Have yourselves a great Christmas. Have yourselves uh, Hanukkah's over, but you know, you, you, I'm sure you've had a great time with that. Um, have a great Kwanzaa. You guys deserve it. We love you so much. We're so grateful. We're going to go now, but we'll be back next week with a fucking upside down boat, which isn't very festive. But for now, I've been Mark. He's been John. We have been 106 things we learned from Scrooged. Take care of yourselves. Love the people you're with. Love us too, because we like that. Merry Christmas. (laughs) See you later, guys. Bye.